Hello, and welcome to the Infinite Creators Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am your host, Chloe, and I want you to know that my intention behind this podcast is and always will be to expand your heart and your mind and help you discover new ideas, thoughts, and ways of being. I hope that with each episode, you leave this space feeling inspired, filled with love, and ready to take action in creating a life that is worth living. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to Infinite Creators Podcast. I haven't done a solo episode in a while and I woke up this morning after doing my whole morning routine and just tuning into my mind and my body. I decided that I really wanted to do a little episode about self-supporting life hacks that I realize I do on a daily basis without fail and that I weave into my daily experience, but I assume that many people don't know about these things or don't do these things and I figured by sharing them in detail I can hopefully shed some light on some um, habits that you can start to incorporate that will really benefit you and um, maybe if you're feeling lost in how to spend your time or how to allocate your energy um, these things will help support you. So I just made a list I have sitting next to me and it's one, two, maybe 15 to 20 things. I'm just going to go through each one and um, explain them briefly. So, um, all right, let's start with the morning. I would say in general, um, this is something I tell to all the people that I mentor, everyone that takes my um, course and just anyone that I speak to, if you do not already have a thriving dedicated morning routine. This is definitely something that should be a non-negotiable in your life. I am a full, full, full believer that the way that you spend your morning is the way that you spend your life. Um, Just because the morning is like the breeding ground for all of creation for the rest of the day. And it's the one part of the day where you have like no one, I mean, unless you're a mom or Um, have a house full of chaos if you live by yourself or you have solitude in the morning it's the one part of the day where you can fully devote everything to you and your vibration and your mindset and your emotions and your physical state of being like you can really devote yourself to just tending to your mind tending to your garden so to speak so the mornings for me are very sacred Um, I just love them from the moment I wake up, (laughs) it's just so much happiness. Um, So the first thing I do when I get up, number one, this is a non-negotiable for me forever. Although of course I'm not perfect, there are days when I don't do it. However, no phone, like not even, I put my phone on airplane mode before I go to bed and I do not turn it on or use the Wi-Fi until two hours after I've been awake. Um, This is for obvious reasons, but Imagine, you know, so many of us get up in the morning and the first thing we do is check our phone. We don't even take a moment to check in with ourselves before checking in with our phone. And we don't know like what sort of messages or sort of notifications we're going to have that could completely could completely throw off our day um, 
just because we decided to look at our phone, you know, rather than checking in with ourselves first. Like imagine, uh, let's say you wake up with 12 notifications from 12 different individuals, whether it be Instagram, um, emails, text messages from mom, whatever it is. Imagine all of those people that notif- or that sent you a notification of some sort like walked in through your bedroom door in the morning and we're like, hey, Chloe, I need this. Hey, Chloe, I need this. Hey, Chloe, don't forget to do this. Hey, Chloe, I've liked your photo and I've commented on your photo, just so you know. This is what the comment says. You know, like imagine those physical, those notifications were actually physically in front of you. The first thing you woke up in the morning, that would be so disruptive. Like, why would you let that into your space, you know? So the same thing applies for the phone. Um, If you can't do two hours, like minimum one hour, do not look at your phone for the first hour of being awake. Um, The second I wake up, something that's kind of become like a religious practice for me is um, just stretching in my bed quickly and then going straight out to my porch. I get like amazing morning light um, every single day. And I just wake up right around seven after the sun has just come up and I sit on the porch with Nala, my dog, for 15 minutes and just let that morning sun penetrate my eyeballs (laughs) because it's the perfect way to wake up like it's the sun just naturally awakens me and then after that I I take an ice cube every single morning and I rub an ice cube all over my face until it's completely melted and then following that I just feel wide awake so those are some little things that I do every morning and then straight after that I pour myself a liter of kangen water and I make a herbal tea, like loose leaf herbal tea sometime. I always just make tea blends depending on how I'm feeling. If I'm feeling like more anxious and stressed, I'll have um, teas that are really great for my nervous system. If I'm feeling I'm about to get my period, I'll have uh, like red raspberry leaf or hibiscus, um, different stuff like that. Anyways, I'm going to talk about herbal teas in a, in a minute. Um, so yeah, a liter of water, usually I put lemon in it because it's good for preparing the stomach for digestion, lemon water and tea. And then I go to my little zone where I meditate every morning and I do all different variations of like meditation, stillness, um, intention setting, etc. Meditation, uh, I've talked about (laughs) many times on the show, but uh, is a non-negotiable for me. I have been meditating every single day for a minimum of 10 minutes every single day for the last six, seven years maybe. Um, now I'm at the point of my meditation practice where I minim- my minimum time for meditation is 30 minutes. I, <clears throat> I just love, 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 love meditation. I love experiencing, allowing myself and granting myself the opportunity to experience stillness and connection to my mind and to my body and to my spirit and checking in with how I'm feeling. And it's usually from that place of stillness where I can gain a greater sense of clarity of like how I want to spend my day or what I need to do to like make myself feel at peace or um, maybe there's some sort of conflict in my life with a family member or with a friend or with business or something and from that place of stillness the answers always come so meditation really is a an ally for me in many ways and supports me in having more clarity having more connection with my mind and my spirit um and just you know i know following that meditation that 
from that point forward, my day is going to be go, 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 go. It's going to be walking Nala. It's going to be going to a cafe and running into friends. It's going to be working. It's going to be going on meetings. It's going to be running around and doing errands. It's going to be going to the gym. It's going to be this, this, this. And it doesn't stop for the rest of the day. So the, like, the least I can do is grant myself that um, gift of stillness in the morning because I know that's likely going to be the only opportunity that I have for it. And I don't ever want to go a day where I don't take 30 minutes of my day to experience stillness and to experience peace. Um, so that's huge, 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 huge. If you're not meditating every day, you got to change that. I'm telling you, it will change your life, especially, especially, especially if you struggle a lot on a day-to-day basis with anxiety or depression or um, you have a lot of nervous tension in your body because you work a stressful job or you, you're going through a really frustrating, challenging season of life, allow meditation to be a huge ally for you. There's great app. I don't use apps just because I have my own practice, but there is great apps um, to support meditation such as Insight Timer or um, what's the other one? Headspace is great. And of course, there's so many free meditations on YouTube as well. So get on that. And... Uh, the next thing, don't know what thing we're on, four, five, um, is breath work. I love, 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 love breath work so much. I love intentionally altering my breath to like get out of my mind and into my body. Uh, there's a couple, couple of different like favorable breath work techniques that I like. Uh, number one being the simplest one is four, six, eight breathing. So that's, and I do this, by the way, either before my meditation or after. I actually prefer to do breath work before my meditation because it gets me like hyper present and really in my body. And then after doing like 15 minutes of intense breathing exercises, it actually just feels so good to just relax and meditate. Um, So anyways, four, six, eight breathing. Four, six, eight breathing is when you inhale for four, you hold at the top of your breath, hold your breath for six seconds, and then you release for eight seconds. Um, And you can do this for as long as you want. I usually try to do like 20 breaths of that. And the whole time I'm doing that, I um, am deeping, or deeping, (laughs) breathing deeply from my um, lower diaphragm area. So like deep belly breathing um, and all through my nostril, nostrils. Um, that's one. Another one you could do is box breathing, which is, um, inhale for four, hold for four, release for four, and then hold for four at the bottom of your breath. So just like a cycle of in for four, hold for four, out for four, hold for four, in for four, hold four, out four, hold for four, and just keep doing that. It creates this really beautiful steady rhythm and it's just so calming and relaxing. Um, another thing I love for calming the nervous system, either before bed or when I wake up in the morning, just to create this balance and harmony in my body is alternate nostril breathing. Um, it's a form of pranayama breathing and I just love it. I learned it a few years ago and I use it all the time. Um, you can Google this or search it because obviously I can't show you how to do it from here, but basically you just, um, you hold like one of your nostrils and like breathe in through that side and then you alternate, you hold the other nostril and breathe out through that nostril. And then while still holding, you breathe in through that nostril, let go through the other nostril, etc. 
And there's tons of incredible benefits to doing alternate astral breathing. So I really recommend. Another breathing technique that I love is um, to energize my body and like bring more energy to my body is, um, I think it's a form of, what's it called? Kundalini style breathing, but it's the, fuck, what is it called? The ring of, is it called ring of fire breathing? Fire breath? Lion's breath? I don't know but basically you keep your mouth closed and you sit up really straight and you like do you breathe from your stomach so like pressing out the air through your stomach and you only go out so you're through your nose so you go like like that and you do it like really intensely really for as long as you can like at least a minute And you find that after doing it, you feel like high on drugs. It's very energizing. It's very revitalizing to the the body. And I just love doing it. So I've been doing that almost every morning. Um, And what's another one? Yeah, those are the the main ones I do. Oh, I recently did find, this is what I was going to share. I'll um, add the link into the show notes in this episode but my friend Emily recently um just a few days ago shared with me this account on Spotify of this guy that does a bunch of like 15 to 20 minute guided breathwork exercises and it's great because it's super accessible through Spotify and you can save them to a playlist so I I love the convenience of it and rather than like using an app or something um and I'll, I'll link that below I've done like five or six of his exercises in the last 48 hours and I just love them so that's a really helpful tool if you're if you're new to breath work um all right next thing that is a huge life hack (laughs) for me and has been for the last year and a half is drinking herbal teas on a daily basis I know this isn't a super popular thing amongst the general community but (laughs) herbal teas are or just herbs in general like having lots of herbs in your life is so life-changing and so health supporting and can just provide so much nourishment to your body and heal and um, detoxify so many different things my I used to have family members you know back in the day that would always drink herbal teas like constantly like loose leaf teas like some of my cousins and I just never understood why they drank them like why would you drink that like has no flavor like it just doesn't make sense it doesn't taste good why would I drink herbal teas and then recently when I got my iridology certification and I started um, learning so much about herbs and how how much they support the lymphatic system and the nervous system and the brain and digestion and providing your body with all the vitamins and minerals you need and how they detox certain organs and how they help with period cramps and how they help with sleep and blah, 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 blah. There's just a never-ending list. I was like, what am I doing not having herbal teas? Um, so I became a fanatic with herbal teas and the way that I kind of just threw myself into the fire like if you're new to it is go ahead and search on google or on your maps or whatever see if there's a local herbal apothecary near you and almost every herbal apothecary will have like a herbalist that works there on site at the shop and you can literally just go in there and be like 
I am really new to herbs. These are like the common like health things I experience, whether it's indigestion or you have anxiety or you something's wrong with your liver, whatever. Tell that to the herbalist and then she'll be like, okay, for your liver, get dandelion root and milk thistle. For anxiety, get butterfly pea flower and St. John's wort. Do for sleeping, get chamomile and blue f- butterfly pea flower. Um, you know, so she'll kind of point you in that direction, give you all the things that you need. And then likely in a herbal apothecary, there's, um, you know, a combination of also tinctures. So like herbal extracts um, that are in liquid form, which are great for supplementation rather than taking inorganic um, supplements. That's something I've really learned through becoming a herbalist and um, learning so much about herbs is we can really... um, eradicate all of those inorganic like compounded um, supplements that we're taking like vitamin c and zinc and um, magnesium and like all these artificial like pills that we're taking to quote unquote like supplement these vitamins into our diet when every single herb even like rosemary or peppermint or um, pine needle like all of these different herbs that we can have either as a tincture a tincture or in a tea are so rich with vitamins and minerals, like everything you could think of. So I find through how, like I've stopped taking pretty much all supplements because I find through um, my herbal tea regimen and how often I drink it and how, um, what a like nice variety I have of them that I feel really nourished in all my vitamins and minerals. Um, So yes, really recommend getting into the herbal tea world. And once you start drinking them, you'll realize that you actually love the taste and you can really connect with the plant for what it is and like how it tastes and you start to crave it. Um, Herbal teas have helped me immensely with my nervous system. I have suffered in the past from really bad anxiety and um, herbal teas have just been incredible for that. I take, um, I drink butterfly pea flower, which is like this lovely little blue flower that's amazing for regulating your nervous system. I take that probably, or have that as a tea probably every day, if not a f- like 10 times a week. Um, and then another one I love is having valerian as a tincture. Uh, it's, I usually take it before bed because it's really great, again, for calming the nervous system and it makes me sleep like a queen. Um, what's another one I like? St. John's wort is a yellow flower slash herb, and it is incredible. You could have it as a tincture or as a tea, and it is so good for someone who's struggling with depression. Like, really, it has incredible studies, and I really, really, really recommend getting some if that's something you struggle with, anxiety or depression, um, and just let the magic unfold through the regularity of its use. Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, herbal teas, cannot recommend enough, get into it, allow yourself to experience the benefits. It also has helped immensely with my um, digestion, regulating my digestion and improving the quality of my elimination, etc. So that's that. Whilst we're on the topic of vitamins and minerals, something that has also really changed my life is um, sea moss gel. So sea moss is obviously like a form of seaweed. Um, It's really easy to get here in Indonesia because it grows everywhere. 
and it can be easily harvested here. So there's some amazing companies that harvest the sea moss and make it into a gel. So basically they just um, blend it, strain it. I think they blend it with lime typically, but um, it is, sea moss is incredible and so underrated. It's becoming kind of a hot topic, I feel like, in the natural medicine world. But the reason it's so popular is because it has 92 or no, 98, 92, something like that. 92 of the 102 minerals that your body needs and requires. So it's a great way to get literally all of the vitamins and minerals you need in just one tablespoon of sea moss. So I get it in a jar. It lasts about two weeks and I have two tablespoons of it every day, once in the morning and once at night. And what's also amazing about sea moss is that it can be applied to the skin, to sunburns, to eczema, to rashes. And there's some pretty incredible testimonials on how it's helped people with skin and eczema, psoriasis, etc. So I use it also as a face mask and you can also use it as a hair mask. It's great for your hair. So it's just very multi-functional, multi-uses. And Um, if you don't live in a coastal city or you can't get access to it, I don't have a specific website to recommend, but I know that you can buy sea moss dried, like in bags from like a health food store or an organic online shop or something, and you get it dried and then you can, you can rehydrate it with filtered water and blend it and make it into a moss yourself. I know a few people that, that do that. Um, but one thing you do want to make sure is that you're getting, naturally grown sea moss and not sea moss that's grown in like a chlorine pool because I know there's a big debate around that um so yeah highly recommend sea moss incorporating that into your daily life it you will notice wonders when you start to use it especially on your skin internally and externally um and one last thing on the topic of consumption supplementing etc is mushrooms um if you know me well or you've been listening, following my content, you would know that I'm a huge mushroom advocate. Excuse me, I need to take a sip of my water. Um, yeah, I'm a huge mushroom advocate, both um, psilocybin mushrooms, the ones that you have a, a trip, a psychedelic experience on, and also um, functional medicinal mushrooms. So lion's mane, turkey's tail, reishi, chaga, cordyceps, etc. Psilocybin mushrooms have been a huge part of my life, um, connecting me to my faith, to nature, to um, myself, um, who I really am, my purpose, so many different incredible attributes, healing my anxiety, healing different traumas healing relationships. I'm very passionate about the the healing that psilocybin has provided me. Um, and while I'm on the topic, if you're wanting to learn more about it, there's an amazing woman called um, Francois Borzat. She's a French woman who has been working with psilocybin as a um, healing medicine for a very long time and she has a great book called um shit what's the name of the book i haven't read it in like two years but i'm gonna link it below wait medicine 
Okay, I can't think of the name. I'm going to put it in the show notes below, but Francois Borzat, she's amazing. Um, so you can learn more about mushrooms a lot through her work. I, I feel like if you're new to it and you're scared or you're hesitant, but you want to try it, she's like a really great resource. Um, and, and I'll let the mushrooms speak for themselves when you, when you get to experience them. Um, and then on a functional mushroom level, I cannot speak highly enough about the regular consumption of um, lion's mane because it's amazing for the brain or reishi because it's amazing for immunity and for the blood or turkey's tail because it's also amazing for the immune system, has tons of clinical studies on it healing um, cancer, uh, also cordyceps, you know, all these functional mushrooms are incredible. If I could recommend a brand, my friend Alex has a amazing mushroom company called Mushroom Revival, and I've tried all different types of um, mushroom tinctures, and I personally love Alex's the best, especially because I know how he makes them and how good the quality is. A lot of mushroom tinctures that you get, the companies kind of screw you over and only put like a very minimal percentage of actual mushroom concentration and then the tincture itself is quite watered down with the alcohol um levels because that's how they're that's how you make the tincture so it's like more alcohol based than it is actual mushroom based so you're not getting like a full potency of the mushrooms and that's really important for them to be very effective so um i really recommend his company and i think i have a discount code for 15 percent off so i can put that in the show notes as well um, those, those will just change your life. And it's just so good. To, why not just have mushrooms in your system all the time? <laughs> That's how I think of it. Um, okay. Moving out of that category of supplements and things that you can take. Um, another thing that's been a huge, huge, huge benefit to me that I just cannot emphasize enough is seeking a therapist. <laughs> um, I, I genuinely feel like everyone could benefit from having a therapist, irregardless of the level of trauma you experienced as a child or any um, challenging life experience, whatever it may be. I think there's so much value in having a professional to um, vocalize your needs, to vocalize your emotions, to vocalize your traumas, to vocalize anything that's going on and just have one having someone to be like fully present, listening to you and providing you counsel and guidance and different techniques to help mitigate those feelings and emotions um, is just so beneficial. Um, Specifically, if you, well, I mean, I feel like everyone on some level has uh, childhood trauma, especially if your parents were in any way, shape or form avoidant or not as attentive as they could have been all of us uh, receive and perceive trauma differently. So what is really traumatic for me might not have been traumatic for another individual or what was um, really traumatic for someone else might not be that traumatic for me. So it's all, you know, all of our levels are different. In that case, inner child's therapy is something that I placed a lot of focus on last year. My anxiety um, was at an all-time high, and I was just crippled with anxiety, and I didn't know where my anxiety was coming from. It just didn't make sense because I lived such a like 
low intensity lifestyle and I don't have a lot of stress and I, I live a beautiful life and I have amazing friends. So I didn't understand where my anxiety was coming from where it was rooted in and subconsciously it just it didn't feel accessible for me to figure that out Um, and then I got connected with a therapist through a recommendation of a friend and she um, she worked she just understood me and my lifestyle so well which is I think really important is doing some searching to find the right therapist or even setting the intention like vocalizing and writing the intention of like, hey, I would like to find a therapist that like really understands me, really aligns with my lifestyle and my choices and like will be able to provide me proper guidance and then just see what happens. You know, maybe you'll get a serendipitous experience where you get aligned with the right person. At least that's how my life usually works. Um, So anyways, finding someone who really gets it. For example, um, one thing I wanted to really work on with my therapist was talking through and integrating different plant medicine experiences I had had because I felt like in some ways that was causing me a lot of anxiety because I um, I had some ayahuasca experiences in the recent past that surfaced a lot of trauma from my childhood, but I didn't know how to process it and how to integrate it or like what to take from it. And the therapist that I worked with Um, grew up in Brazil and had been experimenting with plant medicine and ayahuasca since she was 14 years old. So of course, if I'm sharing with her my experiences of ayahuasca and all these different plant medicines, she is going to understand so much more how to communicate with me and how to help me process and integrate that than a traditional therapist would who's never taken plant medicine and who doesn't agree with the use of psychedelics, you know? So that was, that's really important is like finding someone who fits the bill based upon what you need. Um, and from that experience with the therapist, I worked with her once a week, every single week for five months. And of course it, it's an investment to work with a therapist, but my God, it was the most beneficial thing I've ever done. Um, and I got to the root of my anxiety through doing a lot of inner child work. She asked a lot of really nitty gritty specific questions and then would reflect it back to me and like show me what I was saying and how I would have picked that up or why my, I'm feeling that way because of something that happened to me when I was a kid or my dynamic with my dad or with my mom. And I was just so blown away by her way of helping me. Um, so yes, therapy changed my life. I love it. Um, I have since retired using therapy because I felt so nourished and just like very guided and a lot of clarity following that experience that I didn't feel like I needed it anymore. But however, I think there's always a season for it, you know, like you go in waves of like, okay, I, I need someone to talk to and work through this with. And right now I just feel very content and happy. So that's fabulous. And I'm anxiety free for the first time in like three years. Um, so yeah, I really, ex- I recommend get, uh, looking into that. Again, I'll put this in the show notes, but there's a great site. I haven't used it myself, but many of my friends have therapists from this site. It's called I Feel, and it's basically like a therapist matching system. So you create an account and you put in all your needs, like, oh, I'd like to work on um, inner child work, or I suffer from PS- PTSD, or I have insomnia, or you know whatever, all the things that you want to check. And then it kind of pairs you with different therapist options and then you pick one and then you sign up for a trial and you have a trial session with the therapist. And then 
Um, if you want to move forward, then you buy a package. And if not, then you can keep having sessions with different therapists until you find the right one. Um, so I really recommend that on behalf of all my friends' recommendations. And I think it's a great way to get paired with a therapist um, if you're struggling to find one. So that's that. Um, next thing would be pursuing or making a list of hobbies and pursuing them regularly and prioritizing the things that bring your spirit joy. So one thing that um, my therapist from many years ago, like back in 2019, different therapist, recommended to me was making lists, making a list of 20 things that I love doing or that bring me joy and prioritizing doing at least three of them every day. And for some people that seems really challenging, but it really shouldn't be because, or it shouldn't be that way because like prioritizing our joy and our laughter and our fulfillment should be at the forefront of our priorities every single day. And I feel like it's the least we can do to do like three of those things and nourish ourselves in that way. Um, So for example, some things on my list, my list of 20 things are really simple, such as um, looking at the stars for 10 minutes at at night or eating a bar of chocolate or um, having a dance party like for five minutes, putting in my headphones and just dancing around and, and moving my body, you know, just little things like that. So making a list of 20 things and then every single day you glance at that list in the beginning of the day and be like, okay, which of these three things can I commit? Can I commit to prioritizing today? And then looking at the list again in the end of the day and be like, okay, did I service myself today? Because one of my favorite quotes that I constantly remind myself of is, it's from Esther and Abraham Hicks, is service your happiness first and everything important will fill in around it. And I love that so much because I believe it so thoroughly. It's like when we service our happiness first, then everything from that place of feeling serviced, of having a full cup, of feeling fulfilled, of feeling joyful, of feeling like, oh, I'm in charge of my life and I love doing things that make me feel good. From that place, you are so valuable to the world. You're so valuable to your friends. You're so valuable for your family. You're an inspiration. You're um, creating a domino effect of other people wanting to do the same. And that just, you know, it has so many benefits from doing that, from living from that space of prioritizing your joy. So that's, um, yeah, just something that I I haven't let go of since I learned that. And I I reference my list regularly. And it it also helps you realize like how little you do the things that you love, you know, if you're not in a habit of doing so. Um, Okay, next thing is prioritizing the theme of boundaries. (laughs) Boundaries are I feel like something that many people struggle with because a lot of us are people pleasers and we struggle to say no to people. We struggle to um, put our own needs above others. We feel guilty when we um, say no. We feel bad for saying no. We feel like we're living for other people constantly, et cetera, et cetera. And when, when you start to operate from this space of like, okay, boundaries are really important to me. My life force is important to me. And if I'm constantly giving away my life force to others before giving it to myself, then I'm jeopardizing so many different boundaries and I'm I'm being a disservice to myself. I'm dishonoring my needs and and not like recharging my battery. 
Anyways, I'm reading this really great book called Mirrors of the Earth, and she talks a lot about boundaries in the book, but she uses the analogies, she uses analogies and metaphors from nature to help describe the importance of boundaries. And for me, it's really hitting home and just resonating with, with me so much. And right now, I would say the word boundaries is like a big theme in my life. And from you feel so empowered through learning to say no and like learning to choose yourself first over others and realizing that you can do it without feeling guilty. You can do it in a loving and compassionate way. You can do it with awareness. You can do it with intention and you don't have to feel selfish or be um, rude in the way that you're holding these boundaries. And from holding these boundaries, it's just so empowering. It's so, so empowering. And you realize, wow, I have been running myself into the ground and causing all this disruption in my internal system because I haven't been withholding boundaries. So really, really recommend prioritizing that theme. Um, Another thing I would say that is more general, but I want to emphasize it because it has changed my life and of course ways that I can't describe. Um, Yeah, of course it This can seem really obvious, but I really believe so thoroughly in my life or in my, yeah, in my mind, in my heart, in my body, in my spirit, that in order for us to flourish as a human being and really accomplish what we were meant to do, what we were brought into this body for, and what our spirit is yearning to accomplish in this life is as far as evolution and as far as learning and as far as growing in order for the things that we love and just even setting the intention like there is so much power in intention setting there is so much power in prayer there is so much power in declaring something that is important to us keeping it at the forefront of our minds and saying, okay, I'm going to do anything and everything I can to prioritize having more freedom so that I can have more time to service my happiness, more time to feel joy, more time to pursue the things that um, excite me. And even just declaring like, okay, freedom has now become a very, very high priority for me. Freedom is all that I want. Because what do we have from from declaring that we want freedom, what will we gain from that? From declaring that we want freedom, we'll have everything, you know? Having more freedom means that we have more time. Having more freedom means that we likely have more money because we've um, allocated some sort of opportunity that allows us to have more freedom. So really not focusing so much on the how am I going to make more money or how am I going to gain more freedom, but just simply setting the intention and then looking at all the different pillars of your life and be like, how can I free up more of my time? Or how can I work towards um, time blocking or being more intentional with the way that I spend my time and not um, dilly-dallying, not wasting time scrolling on social media and really optimizing my life so that I have more freedom. And in conjunction with that same thought, another life hack, and I know this may sound ridiculous or like triggering or frustrating to some of you that feel very stuck, but making it a intention to stop spending and wasting your life 
at a job that you hate. Stop working a job that you hate. Stop working a job that does not fulfill you. It sounds, it's, of course, it's so much easier said than done. However, nothing is impossible and everything can be done. And whether it takes you six months to transition out of the job that you hate and find a new opportunity, whether it takes you a year or whether it takes you two years or even you know four years, at least you have that plan in motion and at least you know that in four years time, okay, I'll be liberated from this job that literally sucks the life force out of me. And honestly, like now in 2023, there just could not be a better time to start prioritizing creating a job that gives you fulfillment, that brings you joy, that services others in a way, that services the world, that services other individuals, that services the planet, whatever it is. And we have technology on our sides now. We can really leverage social media. We can leverage the internet. We can leverage online shops. We can leverage webinars. We can leverage so many things to help support whatever it is that we want to pursue that it's foolish not to, you know? There are just so many ways to earn money outside of a traditional working employee system that it is foolish to not at least try and pursue them, especially if you're miserable, especially if you hate going to work every day, especially if you devote all your time and energy into something that makes you feel like shit. (laughs) There is just no point in doing that. There is no point in doing that. It's literally degrading the quality of your spirit, the quality of your health, the quality of your organs, the quality of your nervous system, and the quality of your life. So why would you continue to do that when you can set the intention, reverse engineer the steps, seek support, seek mentorship, seek help, be resourceful, and make it happen? Because anyone can do it. It, The people that do it are the ones that make it a non-negotiable and say like, hey, my freedom and my happiness and my joy are more important to me than anything else. So I'm willing to do anything and everything it takes to get to that point of my life where I can make this transition out of this job and start doing something that makes me happy. Because every single one of us on this planet, I believe with every ounce of me that if we are here and if we are alive, If we are breathing, if we have a beating heart, we have a purpose. And if we didn't have one, we wouldn't be here. So you have a purpose. You there's a reason for you being alive. There is a reason for you um, expressing your gifts through the manifestation of your body. Everyone has a gift. Everyone has their own unique perspective on life or on certain topics. And those are the things that you can bring to people. Whether you impact a hundred people or a thousand people or a million people, it's not relevant to the gravity of which you impact. It's that you impact in the first place, that you create an impact with the gift of who you are, with the gift and vibrancy of your spirit that you share with the world. And so look at the things that light you up. Look at the things that interest you. Think about what could I talk about for hours that I'm just so passionate about. Those are your little guideposts. Those are your little hints towards what you should be doing or what you should be creating. And I'm just so passionate about helping people find that because it just pains me and it makes me so sad that there are so many individuals, especially in the Western world, where opportunities are readily available for you, but we still neglect our passions and our creativity and our, and our gifts and we work jobs that make us feel like shit.
So that's my guidance to you. And in conjunction with that, and what really helps support this endeavor, if it's one that you're willing to pursue, is finding a community of people or of friends or an online community or an in-person community that is in alignment with your desires and with your goals of wanting to be more free or wanting to be an entrepreneur or wanting to be more creative or wanting to pursue art as a career or whatever whatever the case may be, seek those people. Again, set intentions, make prayer, prioritize it, write it down, read it every day, do what you have to do, but find those people, you know, look at the circle around you, like your daily habits and your choices and the way, the way that you are and who you are is determined by the people you spend the most time with. So who are you spending the most time with? Look at your circle of friends. Do they inspire you? Do they uplift you? Do they support you? Do they excite you? Do they um, make you want to be better? Do they endlessly give you new ideas just from being who they are and, and lift you up and guide you? If the answer is no to that, then why are you spending your time with them? You know, my community of friends and the people that I spend my time with are 100% the reason and the catalyst for everything that I've done. I'm so grateful for them. And I, and I found them through making that intention of like, hey, I need entrepreneurial friends. I need creative friends. I want more friends that are musically inclined. I want more friends that pursue art and creativity. I want creative, brilliant entrepreneur friends. I want successful friends and slowly but surely over the last five years, I've been connected with those people and I found those people and then it grows exponentially through the domino effect, you know, and these are the people that you need to uplift you. So whether you find them in person or to start, you seek online communities or Facebook groups or whatever the case may be to be in connection with these types of people, then do what you got to do because it's so beneficial and it's just a piece of the puzzle that helps create the full picture in this, in this pursuit, you know? And the last thing that I'm going to share, um, which is in conjunction with an offering that I want to bring to my podcast so that it's always here for people to know about is, um, finding a mentor. Now this is dependent upon many things, dependent upon where you are in life, depending upon what you're seeking, depending upon what you're wanting mentorship for, whether it's for a business or whether it's for um, a skill set or whether it's for accountability or, you know, whatever the case may be. But mentorship through various individuals over the course of my life in the last six years has been so quintessential to my human experience, to my growth, to my understanding of how to facilitate business, to to so many different things. And we can seek mentorship in all different ways, whether it's through regular calls or through just having coffee with an individual or just prioritizing spending time with that person and, and kind of being like a, an intern to their energy and to their life force. Um, can be inspiring as well. And even investing in a mentorship program or investing in a mentor of someone that really inspires you, um, why not? You know, because you're only going to benefit from that experience. The amount of mentors I've had over the last six years vary in all shapes and sizes, but have been so transformative for me. And and it can feel silly in the beginning to like spend money on a person, like give a person money and be like, help me, you know? But then when you do it, you're like, wait, that was so incredible. That was so beneficial. And 
you've got nothing to gain, you know? And I always say like, if you want to be successful, study the people who have the success you desire. And so seek for that person, like who really inspires me? Who am I in awe of? Who do I want to learn from? Who would I love to like, you know, touch shoulders with, so to speak? And look for guidance from that person, connect with that person, learn from that person and do what you got to do to be in their shadows sort of and like look at what they're look up at what they're doing look up to them and gain support from them um so with that being said i do want anyone listening to this podcast to know that that's something that i i offer and something that i love offering because it brings me so much joy um is providing any sort of like mentorship or guidance to individuals because Everything that I've just talked about today in this episode are things that I could elaborate on and give exercises for and provide guidance on for for endless hours. You know, I love talking about this stuff because I I live what I teach, I live what I speak, I I act in alignment with the things that I share and I see how they impact my life and I've I've walked the walk and I've gone through all these experiences and I've healed so many different things and I've um, just had such a wide range of diverse life experience that I love to share my experience and I love to gift my knowledge and my wisdom and these different things to other people and help support them and help bring them up to a higher, better version of themselves. It brings me a lot of fulfillment. Um, and as you may or may not know already from my podcast or from my Instagram, I do have a online, a 12-week online course with my best friend Holly called Nomad Emporium. And Nomad Emporium is great for the aspiring entrepreneur who's like stuck and has no clarity, but has, you know, tons of business ideas and wants to bring those to fruition. Um, but it is a group setting and it's less individualized support and mentorship and more group mentorship and lesson plans, etc. However, um, my one-on-one mentorship is something that I'm looking to offer to individuals more regularly because I love the experience that comes with working one-on-one with someone and like really getting to know them on a personal level and just understanding where they're at and like what they're suffering with and how I can provide support and just be like a really epic friend to you basically and give you all my tools and resources and tips and exercises and um, entrepreneurial suggestions and just, oh, this is what I did and and this is how I did it and oh, you're struggling with this? Oh, do this or oh, you don't know how to open a business in Hong Kong? Okay, this is how you do it or you know, this is how you pay 0% on your taxes. This is how you do this. This is how you do this you know, just giving all my, giving everything that I have, giving everything that I've learned, giving my life experience and sharing that with you and guiding you through that is something I just love doing. Um, so I do have a, a mentorship sort of like program or like outline and that's working with someone (laughs) and we do two one hour calls per week. And through those calls, it's dependent upon, you know, what you're needing, what you're seeking. And we create sort of that agenda in the beginning And then in addition to the calls, it's, you know, 24-hour support through WhatsApp, voice noting, um, et cetera. And then also giving you free access to the Nomad Emporium course. So you can have that in conjunction with my mentorship and anything else that you need, really. Any resources I can provide, giving you connections to my industry and entrepreneurship, et cetera. It's something I just really love doing and I want to do more frequently on the side as just a way to 
you know, be of service to others and also fill my cup because I really enjoy the process. So if that's something that you are interested in um, connecting with me with or you have more questions and want to explore this opportunity more, um, you can send me an email to chloe at infinitecreators.com. I'll put my email in the show notes below. And I'll also put the application process or the application, a link to the application to apply for my mentorship in the show notes below. Um, if you want to look through it, I don't work with anyone and everyone. And, um, I like to filter through, you know, who really feels ready and who has needs that I feel like I can supply to and help with. Um, so yeah, go ahead and check that out if that interests you and feel free to message me with any questions. And I hope that this information or this opportunity lands in, in the hands of the people that need it or that feel really excited about it. And maybe we can work together someday. Okay, that that sums up this week's episode. I hope this was beneficial to you and gave you some insight. Definitely check out the show notes below as I'll reference many of the things that I just shared. Um, the mushroom company, the meditation apps, the herbal teas I recommend, the, um, the mentorship application, etc. And feel free to share this podcast with anyone who may need it and tag me on Instagram and I'll talk to you guys soon.